evening, everyone, and welcome to No Sleep on the CWR Network. Thank you so much for tuning in tonight because we have an interesting show planned for the evening, focusing on millennials and social responsibility. So a little bit of background. We found a recent study that showed millennial involvement in philanthropic causes has risen dramatically each year. The study showed that 87% of Americans will purchase a product because a company advocated for an issue that they cared about. Millennials are more likely than any other generation to research the issues that companies support when deciding on where to spend their money. Furthermore, as millennials become an increasingly large percentage of the workforce, many companies have taken the opportunity to support local communities, which in turn is making them a more attractive employer to our generation. So I want to go ahead and invite our co-host to weigh in on this idea. And you guys' experience, do you feel that our generation puts a lot of emphasis on social responsibility? And how do you feel that we're doing this? Social responsibility as in caring, our generation tends to care about um, helping people and participating in causes mm. that in turn help other people out and maybe gotcha, gotcha. maybe spend um, money with companies that have a similar vision to what they believe in. Um, I feel as though, no, we're, um, we do, mm-hmm. I think we, we are, we're trying, um, I mean, we, well, let me say this, there are, there are a group, there are a select of people, select people who actually, um, take pride in social responsibility. Um, I know Malcolm, our co-host, he has a tutoring program he does outside of his, his, uh, his, his, when he teaches, um, Kylie, our um, one of our co-hosts, well, not Kylie, uh, Lauren, who is the work of co-host, she uh, she has a nonprofit organization that helps with the uh, with poor children in her area. So um, there's people who who actually do want to, and I don't think that it's a lot of pressure. Um, I, I, I like ultimately, I think it's just it comes up to people who really want to do, really have. The, the love for having social responsibility and helping others. Because at the end of the day, we need people like that that give us, you know, hope or, you know, that they do something outside their comfort zone um, that can improve, you know, a a young woman or a young boy's life. That can set them up for the future later. Like, later. So mm-hmm. that's, that's just my opinion. Yeah, yeah for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> Definitely some good thoughts. I think that uh, I agree with him that there's definitely individuals out here um, who are willing to uh, take on responsibilities and obligations to uh, better the future for the next generation coming up by doing certain um, uh, things with inside the community where they'll give those give the generation um, behind them opportunity to. Uh, uh, prepare themselves for what's to come, but I don't think there's enough uh, that collective um, responsibility going on um, with our generation. I think a lot of us are um, out for self, you know, and we think of ourselves uh, very selfish and think of ourselves first uh, before we even take the time to consider others, you know, and I think uh, as a people, if we want the community to thrive, you know, then we must think uh, collectively rather than uh, individually. 
Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I definitely do too. think you have a good point. Um, I think that um, you both had some really good points, and especially, Malcolm, when you had mentioned that, you know, there are people that want to do better, um, but we still have a long way to go. And I think that's a really true statement. I think that even though we've made these strides to become more socially responsible, we still, even though it looks like it's a lot, there's still so much more ground to cover. Um, I know from my experience at the job that I'm currently at, when I first started, they do a volunteer thing every month at the children's hospital where they send a few volunteers from my company over to run uh, bingo. And the children that are there are mostly very, very sick, and they can't really leave the room. So we're live on the TV, um, and they get to call in when they bingo, and they get to pick out a prize, and they get toys and all different stuff. And I know that the first time that I participated, it was such a great experience, even though it was only a couple hours, that it made me feel more comfortable in my new job because I knew that they supported volunteering and supported, you know, just bringing a little bit of joy to the community, and especially with sick children. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know for me personally. Like, I mean, I like, I don't I don't really have a whole lot of well, let me, let me say this. Usually, when I do have time, I try to make time for my community because I was raised where the like, community, your community, is where you should really help out. Um, because at the end of the day, that, that's that's how that's that's where you were raised or wherever you were raised. That's 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 how you became you. And you know, me when I was growing up in like middle school, high school. I had uh, I went through metro programs. You know they really um, kind of like spearheaded you know uh, community service. They really want us to think about like well your community comes first, not come first, but your community that's that's that you need to get you need to get that you need to get back to them because at the end of the day that's that's how you became you. Um, you know I think some some people like yeah. like we all saying individually people. You know, we have all own responsibilities, but at the end of the day, you gotta find some time to get back. Even even just for thirty minutes, thirty an hour, you know, it doesn't really have to be a whole I guess organization if you wanna go that far, but at the end of the day, just give like an hour or two of your time just to really be like, Okay, well this is you no, know, it's it shows it shows a lot of character. And so if the if uh majority of our generate uh generation isn't focused on uh, being responsible, you know, for additional social aspects. And what do you think their, our, their attention is focused on? What is, what is their attention focused on then? I think um, our generation's attention is focused on is, uh, oh, that's a great question, actually, because I would say themselves, but, you know, that's just something that's, that's uh, like, that's already an ordinary answer. Um, where yeah, it's just something you know, just something to think on, you know, because I I think I think a lot of time you know themselves, you know, and 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 it can be they focus on how they can survive out here in this world rather mm-hmm. rather than considering the person you know that's next to them, you know, it's yeah. almost like it's it's almost like the crab in the barrel I uh concept, you know, some mm-hmm. some people describe that crab in the barrel concept as uh, a crab, you know, they stuck in this barrel. They trying to climb out, but as that one mm-hmm. trying to climb out, you know, the other, another one is pulling them down. You know, yeah. And and 
not not really thinking that collectively they all can, you know, manage to get out of that barrel. So, you know, if they work together, you know. So it seemed like to me it's a lot of focus on just the individual where the individual wants the fame, you know, they want the attention. It, it goes back to that show we did before where we talked about social media, you know, they want the likes. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and everything that comes, everything that comes with, you know, um, like publicity, you know, but for themselves, and it's very seldom and not often enough that we find uh, individuals who want to just come together and build something great uh, with each other, you know, in order yeah. to take care of whatever responsibilities that it, that we have. Yeah. So let me ask you this: based on what you said. Do you think that people who are, you know, volunteering and doing these types of things and really caring about social projects in the community, do you think that they're doing it because it's something that they genuinely care about, or do you think that they're doing it for some type of recognition, like on social media or for a pat on the back? Oh, see, most that I believe that, and I can't and I can't speak for them because I don't know them personally. So, but I believe that a lot of them are doing it for, uh a pat on the back, recognition. You know, it's politics in it. <laughs> you know, how how to how what they're doing will make them look, you know? So that's definitely something that they I'm pretty sure they consider. And you know, the other one and 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 the rest were people that are doing it generally from the heart. Yeah. Um I yeah. I just want I just wanna say this, um no, I will. I will give a prime example. Um, I, not too well. Early in the summer, we're doing like the month of month of June, July-ish. Um, I don't know if you read this, but LeBron James he opened up the I. I'm a big. I'm gonna be a LeBron James fan anyway. But you know, pretty much, not 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 too many people can say you built a school within a, a whole city's public school system. And I, again, like like Malcolm said, you know, I don't know some people personally. I I really don't know LeBron, LeBron James personally. Um, but I, I, I say this, I said that to say this, when people do something as big as that, you know, you can like, you can, you can't really say this for recognition because nobody, no, first of all, you got to have the funds to even go to school, really to have, you got to have funds to really like have a whole, um, organization or foundation, whatever you want to call it. So the fact that, you know, a kid from, well, using don't know, but somebody who, has first of all paid the way for you know like new new basketball um, basketball players now and you know kid from uh, somebody who came from a small city Akron Ohio you know it's it's, it's like you 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 can't say that he's not doing something great you can't say he's doing for recognition because who who has the money to build a school and few few people really have that that drive to even really do something, it, it may not be as big as that, but something little like, you know, feeding the homeless or um, going to a soup kitchen once a month or whatever, whatever the case may be. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, I think I, to follow up on on, on your, because uh, that is definitely a social responsibility, what LeBron James did as far as uh, focusing on educating the youth, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, how However, just to critique what what's happening, you know, when it comes to focus on uh, underprivileged kids or kids who come from low income areas, 
And mm-hmm. a lot of those students, a lot of those students that we that we see in those positions are are African American Latino students, you know. Mm-hmm. However, I believe what is is needed to do to fulfill that social responsibility in that realm of education is not just provide funding for institutions who have already been developed um, and have already shown to um, uh, not be successful in preparing these African-American and Latino students, but take those funds and be responsible enough to develop your own institutions where it's tribally owned, operated, where you are able to uh, uh, teach from a different curriculum or curriculum that is going to induce learning and bring forth those qualities that are within inside those children. Therefore, they can be able to uh, succeed in this world and have an understanding of self as they move through this uh, through this system. Yeah, that's a really great point. It's it's interesting to watch because people are actually digging in and getting their hands dirty. It's not just uh, a matter of throwing some money because you have to make sure that you. There's so many things that go into education, and we've talked about education so many times and how important it is. And it's really great that those students are now getting the opportunity to have something that they may not have gotten to experience before. Yeah. So do you think that this, these type of projects and stuff are things that business owners and company executives should be aware of and try to continue to make moves in the right direction to attract younger millennials and uh, potential employees? Companies, as far as um, attracting, the, attracting the millennials to do what exactly? To want to come work for them or be a part of their organization. Um, it depends on that. It depends on the company. Uh, you know, I, I believe that in the system, these businesses, they only want to do what they feel is right for their business, you know, and if attracting, you know, doing stuff that attract millennials, you know, is a, uh, what is it, um, a means to an end, I believe that's how these companies are moved, you know, this this, this is capitalism, you know, so they, they yeah. at the end of the day, they, they're going to do whatever it is they need to do for the dollar. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know that we've heard a lot about our generation boycotting certain businesses such as Chick-fil-A or Starbucks due to disagreements and beliefs or actions that the company has taken or has taken in the past. Do you feel like the millennial dollar impacts business and drives them to become more socially responsible? Oh, must be now with the younger generation, you know, when they protest a business that, like, support their ideologies, you have you have a whole, like, re- honestly, like, really, like, you want to really be frank, like, social media really has an impact on that as well, because um, mm-hmm. you can take, a, you can take a whole group of people, put them on social media, and they can, they, they can legit take down a whole organization. You know, you got, you got, you got, uh, social media can really, really be, like, make a, uh, make a death, um, can really like determine a celebrity's or a singer's career. Let us and and you and you put a whole if you get if you get enough people on on social media and you and you tell them boycott this organization or this business, I promise you the guy they're going to 
they're going to tear that, they're going to rip that, uh, what's it called, this is apart. I'm sorry. But to answer your question, I do think that, you know, the million-year-old dollar really has an impact on how most businesses or organizations move and operate. Like I said, like you, they they can make or break your business, and you, and if you really don't market to that, really if you go back to marketing, you don't market that generation correctly, then essentially your whole business or organization can really go down the toilet, and and that can really impact you know, millennials can really impact the business or organization's success. Yeah, I I I do not disagree with you, Micah, that the millennials' uh, funding can be uh, something that businesses want, and it can also be uh, something that can crush a business if we do not, uh, if we decide that we do not want to spend our money there. However, I believe that uh, in the issue, in the uh, act of boycotting businesses, I believe it's, it's a good strategy it's a good or it's a good tactic to use, but I feel like the strategies aren't developed enough, you know, because it it could start off all right. Let's boycott. I know a big issue was going on about the Starbucks, you know, and something happened at the Starbucks and different things that happened toward to uh, African American people at different shops. And people will will get together there, boycott it for that day, you know. People will come out in the numbers, but you turn around, what happened? People don't forgot all about the H and M thing going on. They back in H and M shopping. In a few months, in a few in a few more weeks, the things is just going to blow over, you know. And then it was just like, what was all of it done for? So I believe people try to be uh, socially responsible, and but they they lack uh, they lack discipline with it and lack uh, true strategy with it. So okay, so okay. For example, um, earlier earlier in the year, last week, the summer past summer you had the Papa John situation um so you do you think that a lot of people do you think people had a social responsibility well particularly in this in this case African Americans had a social responsibility to boycott that that business because he did say he he admitted it using a racial racial slur during a HR conversation so do you think the African American community community was supposed to have a social responsibility to boycott that business. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not. I'm not even sure with this. Uh, the uh, situation that you described is actually. So uh, maybe you can fill me in on it once we get back from break. Yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. 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 I will. <laughs> Listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are a strong advocate for life empowerment, like empowering a generation that has been grossly misunderstood and disparaged to shatter the misconceptions about them. No Sleep was created to give millennials a platform to express themselves 
and let the world know who they really are and what they believe, their values, interests, fears, and more. This is a diverse group gender-wise and racially that we are very, very proud of. We invite you to tune in, whether you are a millennial or not, and learn from these outstanding young people. Listen every Wednesday night at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 7 o'clock p.m. Central for No Sleep, Shattering Millennial Misconceptions. Did you just look down at your phone? You did it again, didn't you? You know, you're flying down the road in a three-ton hunk of steel, and a text takes your eyes off the road for an average of five seconds. At 55 miles per hour, that's long enough to travel the length of a football field and cause some serious damage. Turn it off. Trust me. Whatever it is, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for important causes and issues like financial literacy. That is why so many people listen to the Lionel Shipman Shape Your Finances show. Lionel is a seasoned veteran in the finance industry, but more importantly, Lionel cares about people. He shares his vast knowledge of the finance world in a personal way that goes beyond dollars and cents with advice that makes sense. So let Lionel help you get your finances in order or avoid costly errors in judgment that may be devastating to you and your family. Listen to the Lionel Shipman Check Your Finances show every Tuesday exclusively on the CWR Talk Network at 8.30 p.m. Eastern, 7.30 p.m. Central. Before we hop back into uh, the discussion that we were on, we're, um, I do want to let you know that we have opened the lines for some callers. If you have any questions or comments on today's topic, or if you just have questions or comments in general that you want to bring to the team, we are open to it all. Uh, the number is 917-889-8078. So I believe when we left off, Micah, you were discussing Pop, the Papa John's. Yeah, so um I, yeah, so earlier this summer, I think it was June, July, I don't know when exactly. Um Papa John's uh Papa John's, everybody knows Papa John's one the well known pizza company. Um the founder of Papa John's, I, I don't know his real name, but Papa John people call him. Um, he admitted to using the N word, which is a which we all know is a racial slur, um, particularly in the African American community that was used to degrade and describe, you know, black people black people as dirty people, whatever whatever the uh definition is. Um and so I was asking Malcolm about, you know, well, do you think the black community's social responsibility was to boycott that 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 specific company since he used a racial slur. Um I, I don't know if this really fills you in real quick, Malcolm Mexican was essentially what happened um, earlier this summer. So, um, yeah, I hope that kind of covered everything for you. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I think as uh, African-American people, you know, we should feel obligated to take our stand when we feel that we have been placed in an unjust situation. It doesn't matter 
uh, if it's an uh, uh, individual uh, or a business, but uh, it's the situation that took place at this establishment. You know, I, I believe uh, the actions towards it as far as, um, like, uh, doing a boycott or, you know, taking another, any action towards it, I think the it, it should be followed up by uh, um, something at, like uh, developing or creating their own institutions where they don't even have to go to this institution anymore and they could spend their money uh, at an establishment that they feel uh, comfortable uh, in, that they feel uh, accepted in, and that they don't have to uh, be um, subjected to these different uh, racial slurs or whatever that's being thrown around, you know. But I think far too often uh, uh, we, we find ourselves and trying to take a stand and then at the end of the day being right back in the face of these same individuals and nothing's changed. Yeah, got you. I appreciate it, bro, because I was I was kind of biting no following up on your statement earlier. Yeah, appreciate it, man. No doubt. Yeah, I think you guys had really good examples, and I thought it was interesting what you said about, um, you know, the employees because – you know, everyone says you're responsible for your own actions or you're responsible for yourself, but when you're in that uniform, you're not only representing yourself, but you are representing the company. So it is the company's responsibility to make sure that their employees are withholding or upholding, um, you know, what their culture is and what their belief is because it's going to reflect on everything, and it can be detrimental to to a business. Let me ask you, yeah. have either you ever encountered a uh a issue that you all had to take a stand for and what was it? And how did it go? Uh, I know that in the past, especially because we had talked about social media, I've seen things on social media that I didn't agree with and I'm like, Okay, well I need to think about where I'm putting my money because I can't get behind that. But like Malcolm said, you do it for so long and after a while you kind of fall back into it and it's kind of like you almost forget about it and that false there is on us I know it sounds kind of silly but about a year and a half ago I had found a well actually a friend of mine had found a a dog and he did the right thing and he called the animal shelter because he thought that somebody would want this animal and when he did that, the next day we wanted to go check in on the dog because it was sweet. And even though the dog didn't look like a pit bull, they had classified it as one and had it on the euthanization list and wouldn't let us get the dog. And we had gotten all these people involved that tried to save this animal, and I was just so disenchanted with the city for you know, putting this dog down that I said, okay, well, in that city, I'm not going to spend any money there for, you know, forever, because until they change this, I just don't want to put any money into their economy. And I was proud of myself. I did it for about a year. But after that, it was just the pure convenience of it being so close to shop there and to buy things there. I would drive 20 minutes out of the way just to not be in that city. But after a year, I was like, this is just, this is stupid. I just had to concede. And I feel kind of bad about it, but 
was definitely an example of where I tried to take a stand. Have you guys mm, had any respect, respect. thing happen where? Um, I, I I can say that my my stand as far as what I'm taking, um, what was described earlier today by Micah, you know, I I just went ahead and seen a situation in the the realm of education where uh, I understand that um, uh, young African American students, you know, uh, lack you know, the proper education. So what I've done was try to provide, you know, just free tutoring services on uh, weekends where students can just come and get just extra support free of charge. And uh, that that there is just a social responsibility where I'm just investing, you know, time. You know, and time is, to me, more valuable than the dollar, you know, because the dollar you can get back in time once it's gone, you know, is is out of your hand. Time time wasting no man, you know. So just investing that time and uh, energy into the youth, uh, in hopes that you know they uh, receive what uh, I've taught and uh, utilize it in areas when they're uh, not around me. So. Um, that's the stand that I'm taking uh, as far as uh, education goes. It's amazing. It's amazing what you're doing. Yeah, it really is. Uh, I mean, I wish a lot of people did that. Um, But me specifically, um, I don't know if it's like really action or social responsibility, but, you know, as some of you guys may know, I go to uh, Tennessee State University, which is um, a historical black college or university which stands for HBCU which stands for historical black college and university. Um, you know, there's, there's there's been a whole debate about you know I guess public uh, predominantly white institutions or PWIs for short. Um, you know, I think me personally, I I, I took a stand about that. Me honestly, the debate is stupid. But if you want to have the debate, you know, I would be like, well, my school is this is that. Because of the reason why our forefathers, you know, they never, our education was um, establishing a school where free slaves or uh, men or women who weren't in education. And, you know, I obviously it would call HBCUs. You know, I, I take a stand for that personally only because my mother went to one. I know a lot of great people who have been to one. That some of you may know Martin Luther King, who was Dr. Martin Luther King, who was my hero in particular, went to Morehouse College, which is a all male HBCU in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, we got a lot of great people coming from all over. Oprah went to my alma, well, went to my school. She didn't graduate uh, like with regularly, but she but she still considered an alum of of Tennessee State University. Um, you know, you got FAMU, you got Mississippi Valley State, you got over 104 black colleges that want to make, that want to prepare African Americans, such as myself and Michael, who went to Virginia State, I believe, for uh, to prepare for the world that's ahead of us. And so I took a stand for that personally, and it may not be, you know, like I'm marching down the street, you know, work, not boycotting, but, you know, picketing, be like, go, go to, no, it's not that to say, you know, when people, be like, well, you know, your school, blah, blah, blah. Well, no, that's not the case. You know, obviously, we don't get enough money for a lot of things that we want. So, therefore, I, I may not, 
I'm going to stand up for my school because I know that at the end of the day, we are educating our people, whether whatever school you went to, but you, I'm at they're, they're educating me and help me grow as not only as a professional in my profession, but as a young black male. And so that's kind of a stand I, I take personally. That's understood, brother. I um, was also thinking on another aspect of social responsibilities. You know, we so in this topic, it plays a lot into things that we've spoken, uh, topics that we've had uh, previously on the show. You know, and what crossed my mind just now was something that I uh, I seem to be encountering a lot when I um, just look. Take uh, take a look at the world, and that is with inside the family. We seem to be males seem to lack responsibility when it comes to uh, some of them, not all, taking care of their children. Now, I see a lot of I see a lot of good, strong males out here wanting to take care of their children. However, uh, the Female is upset and they're not allowing them to even take care of their uh, responsibility. So, what about situations? What do y'all think about situations where individuals want to take care of their uh, responsibility, but um, are at um, are being um, uh, forced not to, or they just say, "Nope, I'm not. I know I have a responsibility over there, but they just turning their back on it." What about situations like those? I think that's really interesting. Um, personally, I think that um, when you have, especially when a child is involved, um, you really have to, it, it may be difficult, but to be adults, and we have to do what's best for a child or children. And sometimes that's not letting the child see that there's a disagreement or that you may not care for the mother or the father of your child, but you have to kind of set that stuff aside and let the child make their decision, you know, as they get older and not deny them of that, that maternal and paternal um, experience that they may have. I guess to answer a question about, you know, what to do when people turn your backs on or, you know, what's for responsibility. Honestly, I think that you should just keep, keep, you know, just keep on fighting, you know, you, you, because if you if you if you prove yourself not you not you don't give up then they put okay well this man might have something worth fighting for or he might actually hit, he might actually have a point let's hear him out you know and so when you, when you when you when you just don't when you don't give up you just feel like you know I'm I'm I, this is wrong or this is whatever the case may be then they 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 might actually hear you out then they might you might have some good points you know you never know so you you should just, just keep on pushing you know like like the like one of the temptations that I forgot the song it was called Keep On Trucking. I um yeah, I think that as far as individuals who decide that individuals who decide that uh they're just gonna turn their back on their obligations, you know, in in respect to uh the scenario that I spoke up earlier as far as the family where people have uh males have may have children and they decide that you know what they're not going to take care of this responsibility you know i believe that also ties into uh a topic that we spoke on earlier just just mental illness you know they don't even see that 
as a responsibility or see themselves uh, having uh, as that one of their as that uh, to be one of their obligations, you know, that they have to fulfill, you know, and it's something that would be me to you know look into, I believe, by you know a specialist because it's crazy to only to see something that you created, you know, and uh, to just uh, walk away with, walk away from it, you know, don't feel the connection and don't see, see anything wrong with it. Um, I think that taking it back to the social responsibility, um, that you guys are doing it in a really big and meaningful way, but we also, um, we can do it in smaller ways, you know, just certain things about where we purchase things. I know that sometimes I buy coffee from a local company because they um, they get their coffee from a place in Africa. And so I know that when I purchase that coffee that I'm supporting, um, you know, impoverished com- countries, specifically because the, the coffee comes from West Africa. So things like that. And I know um, a few years ago, I don't know if you guys would remember, but Tom's shoes were kind of a craze and they were overpriced shoes but people were buying them because they felt like, hey, I can spend $50 on this pair of shoes, which is overpriced. But when I do, a kid that doesn't have shoes is going to get a pair of shoes. So I know that that was a really, really big um, social-type movement at the time that a lot of people were purchasing that stuff because they felt good about being able to help someone else. When in turn still getting something from them, for themselves. Do you guys have anything else or – maybe any other examples of ways that we've, you know, kind of been working towards this or maybe top causes that people of our generation care about. I know that education is definitely one of them, and it tends to be something that we bring up a lot on the show. Yeah. And we tend to focus a lot of energy in that. Yeah. I think uh, I think also, you know, something that our generation may uh, care about focusing on is uh, um, just economics and, like, ways to get money. And I believe we find ourselves going to school, just taking majors, even though we may not even like it, you know, because we heard that it can provide, you know, a good salary, you know, we can land a good job by doing it, you know. So I believe our generation is very, uh, um, I guess, uh, money focused and um, looking for the next way, you know, to get a dollar. Oh, yeah, most definitely, because, you know, at the end of the day, we are a capitalist, capitalist society, so, you know, business, they're going to they're gonna profit off of our spending money, but if we take the time to stay properly, then, first of all, it builds our wealth. Second of all, they don't, they don't, they don't build their wealth. So, it's, I guess it's kind of a win-win situation. Well, more like a lose when it comes from the business, but you get the point. You know, if, if we learn money, you know, we can always get we can we'll make more money. Um, just sitting back and just chilling. Right, right. Well, that's our. We needed to uh, cut to a quick break, and then I guess we'll finish up the last segment of our show. listening to the CWR Talk Network, America's voice for causes, issues, and life empowerment. 
This is the CWR Talk Network. Hashtag One Million Strong. The CWR Talk Network is not just another talk radio network. We are the champion for life empowerment programs like Career Reels with Carolyn. We understand that many of our listeners need career advice to advance their careers to the next level, and others need advice on finding a job. We have been blessed with the addition of Ms. Carolyn Owens to our network. Carolyn is the chairwoman and CEO of Infinity Coaching Incorporated, which provides career, leadership, and life coaching that moves individuals forward, allowing them to take command of their lives. With over 25 years of proven experience, she is a leading authority on leadership and professional development and has worked with and trained top leaders across the globe. Her show, Career Reels with Carolyn, may be heard the second Monday of every month at 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern and 6 o'clock p.m. Central Time. Career Reels is a show that discusses how you can become the star of your life. Carolyn and her guests will share with you tips and strategies on how you can reach and stay at the top of your game. You'll also hear about hot topics and trends that can make a difference in your career or business. So tune in the second Monday of each month to hear Career Reels live and get hired or take your career to the next level. For more information, visit Carolyn's page on our website at cwrtalknetwork.com. All right, y'all, welcome back to the show. Fortunately, we got like how many, we got like ten minutes left. Yeah, definitely. If we have any questions or comments that anyone wants to call in with that are appropriate, you can give us a call at nine one seven eight eight nine eight zero seven eight. Um, and while we're on here, I do want to let everyone know that we are not going to have a show next week due to the holiday, but we are going to return on Wednesday, September 12th. Also, you can always catch up on our past shows at blogtalkradio.com slash Radio or on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. Any of got some inspirational quotes while we're here? Words of wisdom for the week or for actually in next Two week or well, next week and a half, since we're not going to return on Wednesday. My quote is: "Sweet treat those who you who you want to be treated." At the end of the day, respect is not given; it is earned. Um, so when you respect me, I will you you will earn my respect rather than me just automatically, you know, respect you. Um. At the end of the day, you know, people, they want to be treated like you want to be treated like. You know, you don't want to be mean or, you know, spiteful or evil just because somebody doesn't really agree with you or you're just having a bad day, a bad day. Um, yeah, that's just me personally. You know, I've, I've always been taught that you should really treat treat people who you want to, how you want to be treated. But at the end of the day, you know, like, they're, they're, they're human, whether you're um, black, white, um, purple, gray, yellow, whatever your sexual orientation is or you know, what do you prefer to sleep with or whatever the case may be. Or at the end of the day, there are humans and they deserve to be treated and respected like humans. And I think that's where, you know, one of, I think we touched this earlier in one of our earlier shows, um, 
So communication is a plays a big part in how we how we come across each other and respecting each other's opinions. Um, you know, because just because one person could be um one one person's political ideal ideology is conservative, um and, and mine is you no know, liberal or democratic, whatever case one may be, we still we're still humans and we still have to communicate in order to get what's best for not only for ourselves but future selves and our grandkids, our great grandkids, whatever the case may be. Um, so once we communicate, we'll, we'll learn how to respect each other's opinions, then thus ours and one another. Yeah, that's awesome. I actually never have a quote, but I do have one today, and it kind of relates to the topic that we were discussing, and it's from Winston Churchill. And it says, we make a living by what we get, but we make a life by what we give. And so I think that um, we've all done things um, to help the community and to give back, but we do, at the end of the day, um, need to realize that our life really is by what we give uh, to others, by helping others and um, and doing what we can. No, that's, that was deep, Carly. That's what did so, I um, well, no, that was deep. So, so, so what do you guys have planned for the weekend? Well, Labor Day weekend. I'm, you got the barbecue I'm and whatnot. I'm going to New Orleans. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty excited. Okay. <laughs> so, so what are uh, you guys planning on? Well, who are you going with, first of all? And actually, who are you going with? I'm actually going with a friend of mine, and it's um, it's his birthday weekend, so we're going for that. Um, but we actually found out that it's Pride Week there, so mm-hmm. I know that things are probably going to be really crazy. and interesting to watch so i'm definitely down to check it out so you said what week it's pride week it's kind of like gay mardi yeah we didn't know i I didn't hear first part (laughs) oh okay all right that's cool yeah so what Um, do you guys have going on anything to celebrate um me personally no uh i'm just no, as you guys know, or may have known, no school is back up. Um, so this is my second week of school, my my junior year. So everything's going pretty smooth so far. Um, well, I like my classes. <laughs> um, I'm learning. Uh, I know we definitely missed you on the show. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've been you know, school. It's, you know, it, it could quickly take over your life. So. That's that on that. But other than that, I don't want to have anything for this weekend. I think I'm going to miss this for my, my dad's birthday that's coming up. Um, next week next week actually. But um you know that my you know, we wanna celebrate it before next week, so um, you know, we going I think my brothers and I'm gonna go to Memphis, spend the time with family, you know, hang out with my family and for his birthday. So I think that's the really only thing I have planned for the weekend. Awesome. Respect. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't. I didn't have. Uh, I didn't have much planned. I know it just so happened that um, uh, while I'm back home, my family decided to uh, have like a semi reunion. You know, just mm-hmm. be around family this weekend and um, just enjoy some good laughs and uh, um, build some great memories. That's yeah, but hey, it's family, you know, that's a 
you know, investor social responsibility is tough. It's social responsibility. Um, I think everybody should really. Well, I, I want to say this is social, but you know, at the end of the day, family is family. You know, whatever yeah. your family is, terrible on one side, good on one side. Your mom's side. Usually, your mom's side is the best side. That's for real. <laughs> but you know, whatever side is bad or good, you know, at the end of the day, you know, your brother's maybe going out of your sister, but at the end of the day, you know, your your family's family. Um, that's like one thing that I hold, I hold near to in my heart. Family, and that's all you got. You have everything in the world, but you don't have nobody to share it with, or you don't have your family to, to really share the wealth with. No, then you just then you have a lonely life, in my opinion. So, you know, I guess that's something on. It could be social responsibility. Entire yeah. To it. I don't really know how, but you know that's. Nah, I mean, nah, everybody, you, you definitely yeah. right right now. Yeah, it's definitely everybody should be responsible. It's to make it a social responsibility to make sure that their family, you know, is is together, you know, and working well yeah. with each other, you know. So I, I agree 100 percent with you. Yeah, this is my opinion though. So that's just me. Yep. Yeah, and you definitely like gotta it. cherish the time that you have with your family while you can too, because family is important, and you're not going to get another family, so you may as well make it work. Yeah, exactly. You know, you know, you see. I don't know if you see, I mean, you see some shows, you know, you, you see something that's going on with some, with a family. Um, I don't know if, I don't know if you saw recently, well, I don't know if you heard, but, like, everybody knows the Kardashian family, Kardashian and her family is, like, extremely renowned and well-known. I don't know if you've been on social media for, like, a good month and a half, but, you know, recently, Courtney Kardashian, I think, um, she blew up at Kim because, uh, Courtney was, she didn't want to model or something like that, have her job to do, but she was with her family. Then Kim was just was like, you know, like, you, just, like, you know, you have a job, like, you got to do that. Like, I'd, rather, I'd, rather, I'd rather have time to spend time with my family than, you know, do a job or whatnot. I think it was something like that. I can't remember. But this all goes back to the responsibility of taking care of your family. You know, you can go, you go at it. Um, but in the day, you know, you don't. You should not. You really shouldn't put the job over the well-being of your family, even though that that can be the well-being. You know, that's that's the wealth that, but that's what keeps the family moving. It'll keep you alive. First of all, you need food and stuff. <laughs> um, all responsibilities. So you know, even how you don't make the, even don't make the, the responsibility to take care of your family thing. What do you got? For sure. And even when they have disagreements or whatnot, they still are a really strong family unit. So people can say what they want, but at the end of the day, they have that. So I guess at this time, we'll go ahead and close the show for this week. Just another reminder that we won't have a show next week, but we will return on Wednesday, September 12th. And we plan to have a really exciting show for you that week. So, um, again, blogtalkradio.com slash CWR Talk Radio. And you can also listen to past shows for this one again on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. So, everyone have a safe and fun holiday weekend, and we will talk to you on the 12th.